Welcome to this podcast from St. Michael and All Angels Episcopal Church in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We hope you consider hitting like or subscribe. We hope you will share this audio with your friends and neighbors. Help others know about our inclusive, theologically progressive community of faith. If you'd like to support our ministries, you can make a gift at stmichaelsabq.org. In the name of the Holy and Undivided Trinity, one God. Amen. Whenever I read or hear the scripture and the words like what we heard to, to, that we heard today, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Something in me gets put on edge. And I think I'm put on edge because in this particular text, Fear and doubt can be portrayed as negative. Now, fear is neither good or bad. We know that fear can be good because it can be healthy and a necessary reaction for survival. But fear can also be bad. It can be poisonous and distort who we are and who we are called to be. Doubt is something that is necessary for faith. Having doubt doesn't mean you have no faith. Having doubt does not mean that we will never struggle with unbelief or distrust or grief or anxiety. How we respond, what we do, shapes our faith. Faith is closer to something that we do rather than a quality that one has. To have faith is more akin to trust. To have faith means to move in such a way that you trust in God's particular response in the world. So I'd like to take this story and and pull it up just a little bit to see it in its larger context. You see, this story and what's happening occurs right after the uh, Jesus and the disciples feed the 5,000. Or more accurately, they fed 20,000 if you were to count all the women and children among the 5,000 men. So you see... They've worked all day. They are tired and exhausted. They have spent their day caring for people, feeding, making sure that they had enough, and gathering up what was left behind. And so afterwards, Jesus says, get in the boat and go to the other side while I stay here and dismiss the crowds. And so Jesus does that. He stays and he dismisses the crowds. And then Jesus goes up to the mountain to pray. As the night wears on, the wind and the waves intensify, and the disciples are now far off from the shore, and they're struggling against that stormy water. Sometime before dawn, Jesus comes down from the mountain, down from the hills, 
and goes and approaches the boat. And when the disciples see Jesus doing this, when he's walking on the water, they're terrified, screaming, it's a ghost. And immediately Jesus identifies himself to reassure his disciples. Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And when Jesus says this, when Jesus says, it is I, Jesus is using that divine name. So it really is saying, take heart, it is I am, do not be afraid. And so I wonder if you have been there. If you've had that long day at work, long day at school, going to practice, you're caring for a loved one, got to put dinner on the table, and the laundry, that endless laundry that seems to just grow and grow. And there's times where we try to find where can we volunteer and do ministry. And you're doing your best to keep it all together. And you're thinking, you know, if one more thing... And then sure enough, that one more thing comes up and then fear and anxiety and panic starts to kick in and we're in over our heads. And it feels like those waves are just crashing over us and threatening to pull us under into that sea. So it is no wonder those disciples are afraid. Of course they're afraid. They're afraid because they're not fond of drowning. They're afraid because the gigantic waves in the middle of the night are scary. When you're working against the wind, it's difficult and hard. They're afraid because they're trying to understand what they're seeing. Because human beings do not have the ability to walk on water. So if we think about all the ways that we are trying to manage, then of course we experience fear. Of course we feel afraid when we think about our access to health care and how that is being threatened and limited. We are afraid in this political climate in which polarization continues to pull us apart. We are afraid because we are witnessing the effects of climate change. We are afraid because there is war going on. And of course, then we think about just what's going on in our lives. We're afraid because of addiction. We're afraid because we have to confront some unhealthy relationships we're afraid because it's cancer. We're afraid because it's dementia. We're afraid because it's age and what it's doing to our bodies. All of these things that threaten our lives. The fears and concerns we experience are real. And so often it is difficult to speak to those things that we encounter. It's difficult to share what we're going through. It's difficult to hear what others are going through. 
these stormy waves and winds that work against us. And platitudes aren't helpful. And this is where Jesus teaches and models a sense of presence. Jesus does not say, calm down, these, these storms aren't that bad. Jesus doesn't say, stop being silly, you're overreacting. He doesn't say, well, you think that these are bad storms, but they're meant to make you stronger. It's uncomfortable because we've maybe used those words, right? Or we have been told those words. But Jesus doesn't dismiss the truth about the storms. He doesn't dismiss how frightening they are. He simply moves towards you in those storms and says, I am with you. Take heart. It is I. You do not need to be afraid anymore. It's normal for us to have these fears. But it is where we allow our fears to guide us is where we can run into trouble. For Peter, and I imagine for many of us, suspicion and distrust are some of these natural tendencies that we have when we experience fear. And certainly it's guiding Peter here. If it is you... Allow me to do the impossible. If it is you, remove my doubts. If it is you, and then we just fill in the blanks, right? God, if you were here, God, if you just do this. We struggle with Peter, mostly because preachers give him a bad rap. But I think, and if we think about Peter honestly, I think we see ourselves in Peter. It is hard to see Jesus when we find ourselves in the midst of intense waves and violent winds. Like Peter, We tend to allow our fears to move us towards suspicion and distrust. If I do good, then why do bad things happen? I'm suspicious, right? If I'm kind, if I do what I'm taught as a Christian, then why do I find myself overwhelmed? Where is God in this? And so that distrust. What I see in this gospel text, even in all the midst of Peter's requests of, if it is you, or even our request, God, if it is you, those things that challenge Jesus' identity, What we see in this text is that Jesus does not calm the waters for Peter. He doesn't calm those waters or calm that wind for Peter's convenience. The sea remains wild and stormy and uncertain. 
But what we do see is Jesus is there amid the chaos of that sea. That I see as the good news in this gospel. That Jesus is present. And in those times it can be challenging to recognize Jesus. We might be yelling, it is a ghost. Because it is those things that we don't expect. Those things that we desire to help us. Rather than God's working toward us. And that's what we see in this gospel is that Jesus is always moving toward them. When they're struggling against the water and the wind, he moves toward them. He moves toward them when they thought he was a ghost. He moves toward them when he's unrecognizable in their midst of uncertainty. He moves toward them when they are sinking into the waters and crying out, Lord, save me. He moves toward them when they cry out for help. Jesus moved towards us in our own overwhelm. Jesus moves toward them when they see Jesus for who he is. And the same is true for us. Jesus' natural inclination is to move toward us. And in those times of fear and uncertainty, when we might be governed by distrust and suspicion, and we pull away, Jesus is always moving toward us, reaching out that hand of his to say, I am here, do not be afraid. It is in our storms that God moves toward us to be present with us amid all the uncertainty, doubt, fear. It is who God is and what God does in the middle of the chaos in which we may be struggling. God never stops crossing that turbulent water to be present where we are. The doubt that we experience does not alter God's course. It is for us that God calls out tore out across the terrifying waves against that wind that continues to work against us again and again and again. And God calls out to us again and again and again, take heart, it is I am. It is I. Do not be afraid. Amen.